Super Bowl, so snow again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl, a hey. drip, drip. Well, y'all know they had to flood the streets with snow for the Super Bowl. Stay woke, brothers. <laughs> Stay woke. They had to clear the streets. I see what you did. Hey, that. you see what I did there? You see what I did there? I like it. I like that. Yo, thank y'all for for covering for me last week. Last week, I, I, I turned about fifty years old. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't move for shit. So, what what, what move did you do in the bedroom, mm-hmm. man? Uh huh. What did you do, man? Uh-huh. Man, I, I I did a pirouette. <laughs> <laughs> you landed it. Yeah, no, nope, you didn't. Nope, you didn't. That's the thing about it. You landed on your back. You landed. <laughs> Gross. Straight back out of me, dude. But man. you all good now, though. I'm, I'm, I'm straight, man. I'm straight, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a new week, and there's so much going on in the streets. Time out. Time out. How do I say goodbye? To my home, to man. what we had. <laughs> I feel like the good times song. were made last. Okay, I'm done. I can't sing, y'all. So <laughs> hey. I wish I could sing, there, but... There has been so much that came out today, <laughs> man, like... Like, we, 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 had a, we had a pretty decent show lined up already, and then Tuesday happened, and just like how we were talking about last week, how all the good shit happens after we record. It's like, no, 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 no. It's happened today. Yeah, it happened to, we got time for it today, baby. Let's go. Where do we start, man? Like, do we start with... Hey, man. Actually, the, the we all one? got beer right now. Let's pour some out for our homie, Miggy. Yeah, Miggy, <laughs> we miss you, man. Yeah, man. Miggy. Oh, you see those? You hear those mics, man? Mm. We got all we got all the beer cliques on this we one. We got the audio, but uh, it's huge, man. Miguel Amaron, let's get to it. Uh yeah, he's uh, on the way to Newcastle. Matter of fact, he's uh, he should be. Uh, I think he went over there today to do his physical. Uh, turns are finally agreed to. Transfer fee was uh, looks like it's going to be anywhere between twenty two to twenty seven million, depending on um, performance incentives. But yeah, he's. It's finally done and dusted. Yeah, and uh, yes, it's, it's, it's a new day. How y'all feel? I mean, I, I we knew it was coming. It was inevitable, and um, it's no shocker, but it still hurts. Yep. Because I mean, pound for pound, he was our most uh, proficient player on the team. I mean, whether it be out Audi stats or you know any of the um, game ratings at the end of the games, he was our most significant player and to be able to score goals and set up goals we're going to miss that tremendously and the one thing I always appreciated about Miggy was that similar to like the Ronaldinho's you know he always played with a smile on his face Mm -hmm. and that's another thing that I'm going to miss about him being within the the starting 11 Um, but we knew it was coming because he always had aspirations to go abroad and um, 
we are getting a nice little bag of money. You know, we got to secure the bag, as they say. Yeah, because, like, of course, you know, we got the money, you know, and, of course, since, since, since our last recording, we already got his replacement already. Exactly. already so we got pity. Got pity? Yep, we got the pity party going on. So... Like what, what? 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 How do you feel about that, Ringo? Like so? Like we we got one ten. We got one ten out. We got one ten in. So you know we're we're, we're looking pretty good. Like our front office is like playing like multi dimensional chess on these boys. Like it, it's impressive that everyone was talking. All the media pundits were talking about what is Atlanta going to not going to do? They're working all these deals at the same time. I mean, how much did we sign Miguel for? Was it like eight? eight nine. Nine, nine million dollars. Right. And we flip them for twenty six. We almost get. We almost get. Yeah. Like you think about it. So you, you take you take how much we did there. Mm-hmm. You, you talk about tra- jersey sales. Miguel Amaral did winning us an MLS Cup. You know his performance got us a uh, uh, hosting an All Star game yep. down here. So I mean, Atlanta United got their money's worth and something out of Miguel Amaral, and mm-hmm. that is honestly. You guys hear me say it, but this is why MLS is growing leaps and bounds faster than a lot of these other clubs. Yeah, it's still not a top five league, though. Simmer down. Not top five. Simmer down. Not top five. Soon. <laughs> Soon. We might be number six after this deal. But uh, honestly, I think it's it's a big move, and it's good for Miguel. Like, the club. It's, you it's know, good for MLS. Definitely, really. yeah. Both sides of the party. It's good for every, You know, everyone's good. The, the question is, will he be able to perform yeah, yeah. in that atmosphere. That's what I'm not. I, well, I think... Because, like, Newcastle's still in a relegation fight. So, yep. to go from the good times of Atlanta... And United, you're dealing with Rafa. Right. You're dealing <laughs> with Rafa. He's the one that won him. Like, he won I, him. I was, yes, but let's be real about Rafa, man. Like, I mean, he, he has his moments, and then, of course, he has his moments. So, yeah. yeah. Facts. He, he does. Facts. But, but you, gotta think, <laughs> you gotta think about it. Miguelito has been happy... In Atlanta, because it's been a good vibe to go yeah. from that to go into like the you the ain't going to, room. you ain't going to London, you going to Newcastle. Yeah, right. but see the locker room ain't, ain't sexy about it. Yeah, there's ain't nothing sexy about, about you know where he's going and the locker room. They're all fighting for their jobs. That's for right. this guy to come in and just with that transfer fee, he has to start. Yep. So he's bumping somebody on the bench who yep. isn't going to like him. Yeah, you know what I mean. He doesn't really speak English, so he's really not going to fit in there. So it's like he's really going there like as a mercenary. So, like, I hope he got thick skin. I really hope he does. He's a talented player, but the media over there can eat people up. We think the physicality is also is going to get up. Get up. I mean, the physicality is ten times more. Uh, it is. It is a lot. And he's he's known to it, to get bumped off the ball. MLS is a physical it's league, but it's really it's, different. Yeah, it's, yeah. Diff- it's a different kind of physicality compared to the Premiership. So, so that was my thing. You know, when I heard the rumors of him going to the Premier League, I was mm-hmm. like, I would want him to bellow Boca. You know, just like, oh, just shit. before he Y'all goes. Y'all see them facing Bella? Oh, <laughs> like, like, I would love for him. Man, like, I wish, juicing, man. like, I wish he was juicing with Bella. <laughs> then I feel confident with him being there. So, we'll see. I mean, but I, I think that, you know, with with Pity already in place, uh, he's already been in training for a week now. I think the transition honestly won't won't be that difficult. Uh, and, of course, given everything I've, I've seen with, uh, with Martinez, of course, I – of course, when we tried to go see see him with the Copa Libertadores finals, uh, you know, like, and of course he he scored in in, uh, in the second leg, pretty much got got them uh, the win and everything. He won South American Player of the Year. Like we're, we're getting a we're getting a star. So I think that uh, 
the sooner that, you know, he assimilates, of course, like we've mentioned, you know, uh, in the past couple weeks with the board coming in, um, you know, instilling his style, which is still, you know, somewhat different from what Tata had. I think that, you know, the sooner that we everything <clears throat> starts gelling, the better, because, of course, you got Champions League in a couple weeks, and and then, of course, right after that season starts. So, it's, 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 what a time to be alive. It's going to be interesting. And, and then, we might have us a Pogba. <laughs> now, you know, it, it ain't exactly the one that y'all think is number six for Manchester United, but... I mean, you know, it looks just like him because he'd be a dance I mean, they though. are doppelgangers. You know, they are related. I mean, course, I was like, like, you can't, like, yeah, like, you... you that's they definitely came out like, the same room. Easily, easily. But um, <laughs> that's awesome to hear. But obviously, you have to speculate that is for cover just in case LGP leaves. And well, you know, well, of course that report from uh, uh, Boca Juniors made, made an offer uh, to us to get um, uh, Gonzalez Perez, and the board said, "Nah, he's non-transferable. Like, like he is staying here." I, to be honest, though, I'm. I mean, I love LGP. He's my favorite defender that we have. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if he goes up because he's talking about Boca. He's Argentinian. I mean, like, I mean, I I, I get that appeal. Um, I think that you know the the draw as far as going back home and playing the box, the chocolate box, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to play I, in the chocolate box. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely something that I think for any Argentinian is you know. A dream come true, but keep in mind he's a he's a river guy. Yes, right. so, yes. So I think that you know, depending everything. on now, he, of course, he said himself that you know he's you know he's a professional, and if they came if they came and tried to buy him, like, he, like everything worked out, he would go and, and play with no problem. But uh, I think it's uh, it's big on us to say that hey, like he's that valuable. They say hey, we're not selling him for he shit. He is. I mean, he is valuable. But uh, and then. There's more. What else you got out for us, Greg? So, uh, speaking of... If y'all can't Ar- tell, Ar- 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 Grego's Ar- Ar- been, you know, since he's been MIA, he's been chomping at the bit. Like, <laughs> he's had so much that he wants to talk to y'all about. <laughs> like, he is I, like... I, I'm so mad. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> so, yo, I'm so mad I, I didn't get to do the the, the Soldier Boy uh, like, 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 like like Ringo did. Like, I'm so... I, yo, I was, I was sitting on that. I was like, I was waiting on <laughs> Actually, we might have to make some for the culture Gucci drip headbands now, man. That'd be tough. Stay tuned. <laughs> we might have some for that. Oh, my bad. Um, my bad. But yeah, the uh, uh, thanks to another Argentinian, uh, Franco Escobar, his girlfriend. Uh, oh. he, uh, she uh, she leaked out a, uh, uh, some some goodies today. Oops, she did. Oops. Hey, Oops. listen. When I saw that, I was like, someone is in trouble, yep. or the club is doing this on purpose. They, yeah, I said there is there's one other. It's one, one other. Yeah. yeah. Now, for those of you who, of course, are beyond Atlanta and and don't follow the team like that, uh, Franco Escobar's girlfriend uh, leaked the the upcoming Atlanta United kit on. On uh, I think it was uh, on Instagram or Snapchat because you know we don't do Snapchat. I, I saw yeah. filters. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. I, I think just, it was Snapchat. Yeah. But of course, uh, uh, we we didn't post it because like we we respect the craft and we was like you know <laughs> we're gonna let things unfold naturally. But I will say this: that some bitch is sexy. It is. <laughs> it, 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 it. And here and here and here's the thing because of course from. From all the Facebook groups and everything that's that's talked about it so far, 
Of course, the, the big gripe is that it's more than five stripes and all that stuff. I'm like, first of all, it doesn't have to be five stripes. Like, it, it has to look good. That's that's the most important thing. If it looks good, the stripes will take care of yes, itself. Yes, it does have to be five stripes. That's our name. The badge is five stripes. That's, that's all that matters. <laughs> no, as long as that doesn't change, we're good. We've had this argument. Um, I'm a fan. I, 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 I'm I a fan of it. Um, my wife says it looks like the knockoff jerseys for the past two seasons. They kind of do. She's right. She said it. So, I was like, right. I said, if the gold was a little brighter, yeah. I said, holy shit, he got Actually, a knockoff. That, I did think that at first. I was like, that that gold looks like the knockoff gold. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was yeah, like, right. When she said that, I was like, I, my excitement went down. I was like, nah, that's real gold. That's the, no, the, like, the, as soon as I saw the star, I was like, oh, no, that's real. That's real, yeah, baby. But, she, but what I love about it is and, like and players ain't going to rock fake shit. No, I just love like the small details on it. Like from what you can see, like the back of the the, the collar. collar has the gold, like, yeah. the gold accent on it. Like I think that's dope. And the thing is the MLS clubs are doing right now is the teams like kind of their like, logo and moniker is yeah. right above their names. What do you so, see? You saw the, uh, the 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 Georgia thing uh, uh they have a Georgia 17 on the on the jock tag. Yeah. And I'm like like so it's it's the little details that just work out but, really nice. Time out. Fuck all that. You know what the sexiest thing on that? You talking about that star. Right? That star, I mean, man. God damn, that, that star. Hey, you talking about that, baby? Hey, all fucking day. Look at that. I don't about. care what our jersey says. They got a damn star about the crest. That star about the crest because it come up, get at us. Get at us. You got to come through us now. But it sucks we got to wait for another month to buy it. No, it's, we, got, we, got, we got 16 days. I, I got it on, on, on our Instagram. FTCU today. Like this countdown is real. 16 days. We ready. So I'm out. You know what the kid's missing? What's up? A real collar. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny though because I'm looking at the the Allen State. I'm looking at look. I'm looking at the Allen State. Exactly. Look at that drip. The OG OG niece. Look at that drip. Same jersey. Look at the drip. With a collar. White collar. Drip. You, you, I say what I say to my collars, but that shit. Crazy. I don't Thank know if you. it's the Gucci headband. Thank you. It's the Gucci the headband. Gucci headband said that all the way <laughs> Thank off. You. All well, the like, way off. Like, because like, I, I, I'll say this much: when I when I'm I saw okay that with picture, this being our jersey. when I saw that picture, I but looked at the Gucci headband. I, the I went to Nisa's website and I was like, man, not about to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with the white shorts, I don't usually like the white shorts. No, because like, of course, uh, everyone that most people that are familiar with most European clubs, of course. The, the big thing was that look, the kit looks a lot like uh, AC Milan's last Adidas kit. And I'm Absolutely. like, and of course, my thing is one, Milan's with Puma now. Two, uh, that last uh, kit that they had was gorgeous. And I'm like, if you're going to copy anybody's kits, hey, that's that. there were worse clubs I mean, to copy. To be I'm compared like, to an AC Milan kit is not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I mean, because all. when you go to Stripes, they're all classic ones, whether it be AC Milan, Juventus, Inter Milan. All of them are classic, and they don't look bad. Like, it's hard to mess that up in an ugly way. They still look decent, at least. I got some breaking news for you. I just want to break it in real quick. Oh, shit, what we got? Um, the tailgates next year will be at the Gulch. Um, but I is your construction going to be going on? Yeah, I mean, I'm confused. Nah, I'm really confused. We'll, we'll word it out on the, the episode. <laughs> I don't know. Stacy sold her home. <laughs> 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 well, that was yeah. that was Kemp. That was Kemp. <laughs> but um, it's gone. But, no, but yeah, I, I, we'll cover that on, on another episode. But yeah, I just wanted to bring it in real quick. But yeah, um, the. The kits are gorgeous. I can't wait till the 15th. Of course, that leaked out uh, 
over the past week where where the uh, upcoming events. I guess they didn't want to tell us already that the that the event was coming on the fifteenth. Of course, mind you, it was on the fifteenth last year at the, at the yeah. training center. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if the if the event this year is going to be back out there or. Um, Possibly at, at, at the stadium, but you know, like but I said, it is funny how they y- y'all, that. Y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna get my chips. And I mentioned this on Twitter and Facebook Uh-oh, and everything. Here we go. Here we go. Of course, it, it, any of y'all that follow the culture, culture, like I said, we got some good shit coming. And, I, and I want and I want to talk about this last week, but of course, I wasn't here. So, mm-hmm. uh, sutra and everything. My man. <laughs> <laughs> dirty dog, <laughs> you dirty dog. So, 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 so. A uh, couple things here. Stay in your lane. Um, as of ten thirty-six uh, yesterday morning, of course, we're recording this on Tuesday. Does this happen on Monday? As of ten thirty-six uh, yesterday morning, Florida Culture is officially an LLC. Mm. Oh, bitches! Shoot, we official. We are officially official. So. With that being said, uh, we, we've been teasing. We, we we've been asked about you know different merch as far as like hats and and uh, shirts and everything. All of that is coming very soon. Um, we are working on still got still got time some some loose ends as far as setting up our the official um, uh, bank accounts and everything so we can actually have that money come in. But um, but yeah, I'll probably say within the next week. You will start seeing some official Forticulture merchandise. Um, we'll start with some hats and some shirts. And I don't know if like if, if y'all have noticed in the past uh, in some of our stories from time to time, like we have like different name sets and everything. They have like you know like FTC on the bottom of the numbers and everything. Yeah, we're going to make those available to, for everyone. So whether you're in Atlanta or whether you're in San Jose or whether you're in Miami, Vietnam, whether you're in. Shout out to our, our, our <laughs> Listen, on, man. we got one fan in Vietnam. Come on, man. If he, if he wants it, we will. We will. Culture, culture, culture is everywhere. Yeah. That's true. Culture That's true. So yeah, we'll, like you know what, we'll, we will make that shit work. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, everyone has different colors. You know, not everyone's you know red, black, and gold. So trust me, you hit us up, we got you. And uh, shout out to uh, my good friends at, uh, at Gang Threads. Uh, you know. They, they they make good work. They've made uh, the name sets that we've made so far. Like I said, the, the next the next stage of this whole culture project is going to be so real. Y'all and, gonna be and, seeing like them special rare FTC oh, collabos. I mean, you you, get, you gotta see the, the the shit I'm wearing right now. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about what you got on right now because yeah. he ain't released it to us. I yeah. thought I worked for this, and I don't even got one. But Grego gonna have the new drip, and don't even lace us with the new drip. I will lace y'all. No time out. Fuck Greg. I'm talking. No, you got new shit, and y'all gonna share it with me and Ringo, man. I got y'all, man. I got y'all. Is this what you were doing last week while we were recording? Just because we were. Hey, we were in the gym taking shots. We were shooting. Telling you, man. Where were you when we was practicing? I was laid up on the couch, man. We know. I Drinking your I Gatorade. Could, I couldn't even make it to the, to the bed, but like, I was on the couch. Mm-hmm. Like, Gold. the back of you was real. Take your ass to sleep. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> but yes. I'm mad. Uh, stay tuned. Um, uh, we should have our first piece of merchandise probably, probably if if everything goes right, probably after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Super Bowl, 
know, we, is, should is a con- we should do a contest for merch. Like, you know, whoever gives, like, one of the best reviews mm-hmm. on iTunes or, or Google Podcasts. Speaking we of, should send them, like, some stuff. I like that. Actually, actually, I, like that. I see where your head's at. Yeah. Actually, I like that, what? and let's go was, with that. I was yeah. thinking about, doing, yeah. I was thinking Thanks, about doing an inbox for that. Cheers. I was thinking about doing an inbox. An inbox? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we might, uh, we're gonna set up an uh, email for that. So, that, of course, if you have any questions, if you have, you know, any, any feedback, you know, like, we want to hear from you guys because you know the culture matters to us. So, you know, um, I have to think of an, an email off the top of my head. Let's go with FTC UTD. I already have. That's already the email for our main shit anyway, man. Chill. <laughs> Only thing goes there is spam. Anyway, we might as well hit us up. Honestly, there, there's there's little spam at the moment. <laughs> I, I clean that shit out. Spam but, um, blocker, bitches. But uh, let's do ftcfeedback at gmail dot com. Like ftcfeedback at g- gmail. You sure that's available? We. You know what? I, before the end of the show, I, I will make sure that shit is available. <laughs> well, we over here You're going to be number one. We, we trying to see Jerry. I'm going to get FTC feedback one. I know, like, oh, that was already taken. <laughs> Somebody did. But before the end of the show, I will confirm that email so that way you know, y'all know where, where to go to hit us up at uh, directly for questions, feedback, any of that stuff. Because. Uh, yeah, like I said, we want to be able to, to talk to you guys, and of course, we want to be able to hear from you as far as what you have. So, yeah. Apparently, you, you were talking about some big game that's going on in our city this week. I, don't, I mean, I mean, a lot of people yo, are here. Yo, first of all, messing up my traffic. First of all, and, uh, you know, messing up the grass at Centennial Park. You know, hooligans. But the, 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 the videos that, of course, I was supposed to be there last night as far as the. Uh, the, the concerts at the at Centennial Park. First of all, you had a, a boy Archie Eversold that was there. You had Goody Mob that was there. I think Pastor Troy was there. Um, Crime, Crime, Crime Mob was there. Mob. I was like, this is like Atlanta essence right there yeah. at its finest. And I was like, man. Of course, Little John's there. Um, there Little John's night, night, babe. And I'm like, you know, like that, that, that goes to show like how much we love this show because we're not there, what, you know, with Lil John. So the yeah. sacrifices we make for the culture. So for you guys, man, give you guys a smooth time here. You know, because of course, since it, since it didn't, it, we didn't get the supposed ice storm that we were, that, that that was threatening our livelihoods and with everything. The seeds, did you snows. did you did you call off work today? I was at work. You were. I, 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 I stayed at home as long as I could before I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and go in, because I guess ain't shit, ain't shit about to happen. So. And you, know, you were at work today, too? Of course. You know, as a black man in <laughs> corporate America, you don't get the same benefits mm-hmm. as some Black men work and black men don't cheat, so there you go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Black men work and black men don't cheat. Name set coming. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, of course, like this is gonna be a pretty busy busy week here. You know, they got parties. First of all, no t- course, time out, time out. First, hold time on. out, culture. What's up? I got issues with this weekend, man. What's up? As a black man that grew up in this city, mm-hmm. I'm still hurt by what has happened last time we had a Super Bowl here. Oh, 2000. Yes. yes. Oh, y'all might know. Come up, Ray. I was supposed you to talk about Ray Lewis murder. Come up, Ray. Come up, Ray. I read an article uh, the other day. Washington Post just did an article about that shit. You know how how the not guilty. How the, the you heard what Snoop said. The murder. Did R. Kelly do a song like that too? Mm. Mm. We ain't doing R. Kelly. No Damn. Damn. That, that's, that's that's a whole Damn. whole can of worms right there. But yeah, that the the real. Of course, y'all would know better than I would here. Oh, let uh, me as speak, far please. As, as far as like how the events from 
that Super Bowl and, and those murders really affected, you know, you know, Atlanta as a whole, of course, you know, of course, from what I read, like, of course, Buckhead used to be. You don't understand, like, Greg, like, like, Buckhead the party was the mecca. Like, so I was in college during that time. So mm-hmm. that was a perfect party time for me. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, Buckhead was the place. Mm-hmm. There was no cap on when you were hanging out at night. Yeah. Atlanta did not shut down. All of Buckhead mm-hmm. was all clubs and bars. Okay. It was the place to be. It was the mecca of partying. I mean, we were, it was, you know, Miami had Florida down south, and there was us, and then New York. Like, it was like one of those three spots, those were party towns. Mm-hmm. And how, was, so, how was D.C. back then? D.C. was some straight. D.C. was some straight. I ain't <laughs> D.C. was some straight. But with all that said, after what happened that Super Bowl weekend, when mm-hmm. Ray Lewis and his crew and two people ended up being murdered, and, and the crazy part I heard about that was that the murder happened three blocks from the club. I was exactly, like, damn. Was like, and the man, like, and that budge. they Done. escape in a limo, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still mind-boggling what happened that weekend. But ever since that weekend, it changed the whole trajectory of how the nightlife in Atlanta has been. And you so, said that at 3 o'clock, man, I was like, Really? Buckhead, now, that that whole strip right there, mm-hmm. that's all, you know, that posh. Yeah. He's got the super name. You got, like, Tom Ford stuff and everything. Like, wine outside. Hey, man, shit. come on, it man. Like, that was when it was gutter. Like, yeah. They do have steak shake there, though. Really? <laughs> really? Really? They have a good steak. <laughs> I can't. I can't but it was, like, gutter back then in a good way. It was, like... It was good, clean fun until like cut him up. Ray decided to change the course of that path. Because it's funny though, because like you know, anyway, and don't get me started on Ray. Because like, yeah, that's a whole. Don't thing. get me started. That's culture a whole thing. We can talk about Ray. Ray's a whole thing. Hey. Y'all seen Django? <laughs> Y'all seen Samuel Jackson? Jesus. Yeah, I said bit. it. <laughs> but, but here's the funny thing about that is that's that, wild. like, when I was a kid, I used to watch a whole bunch of NWA wrestling. Uh, Rick Flair and all that stuff. Of course, he was always talking about how there he like he be partying up in Buckhead. Buckhead exactly. Like he, like he even talked about it in, in his thirty for thirty. Like yep. you know, like Buckhead was the spot. And I'm like, you talking about like, like now? Nah, that's where you're a shop. You talking about like, like, and thirty years drink. ago? It's like, and of course, when I read that, coffee. When I read an article, I was like, <laughs> that shit must have been like the fucking. I wish I was older. And then that, I and, wish I was older. and so Mecca. here's the other thing. Like, you remember, so back in the early 2000s, remember what was the style? All in like baggy ass tees mm-hmm. and throwback jerseys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then right around the corner, you had the Mitchell and Ness store right down the street. Yo, so, like, I came down that's here. where you got your back. That's where every that's where all the celebs, all the rappers, everybody came to get their throwbacks. I, 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 when I was in the army, uh, I was uh, stationed actually up up the road and up at Fort Gordon up, up in Augusta, and I came uh, down here to visit my uncle. And I made a point to miss the distant replays. Right, yep, exactly. Yep, that was like because of course, I, of course, everybody knew about Distant Replay. So I was like, yep. that's my. That was the I, spot, I, bought, man. I bought me a Joe Hamilton Georgia Tech throwback. I was like, you can't. You I can't had say my Josh Gibson Homestead Grace Negro Leagues for the coach, baby. I was like, <laughs> man, like that, that. That was that was a time. Like it's, it's playing now because of course, you got to think about it. That's like almost twenty years ago now, and you know to oh, see like you know because throwbacks are, are kind of making a throw a comeback now. Yeah. Like they say slowly but surely, but it's like man, like like. You know, like back back then, like I had I had I had me a Cardinals throwback. I had mm-hmm. me a 
uh, Lakers throwback. I had me an NC State throwback. Well, think about like for the Super Bowl this weekend. I think the Rams are going to wear their throwbacks. That's true. You That's know what true. I'm saying? So like that was the whole thing back then at that time. And ever since that situation happened, we'll cut them up, Ray. Like it changed the whole trajectory. Of I mean, now you that's can't party as late. Not to say that you know you can't have a good time or anything like that, but it's now, just. Now speaking of changing, um, of course, the MLS Cup was here last month. Uh, I think it's safe to say that there's a def- there's definitely a more expensive vibe. Oh, good here. God, yes. Because like I, I remember seeing like one party uh, here. Uh, for this week, it's supposed to be like Snoop Dogg was there, was going to be there. One at fifteen hundred or something like that. Like the the most expensive table is like a VIP for just ten people, twenty five thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah, that's all. You probably like that. Yeah, man. man. You know, you know how we do in our non profit soccer world. I'm about to say, if soccer industry is is, is ball like that, let me get an application. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I know the soccer stations are, you know, they, they, they get notoriety and everything. Like, hey, you know, they ball like that, get at me. Man, <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, I, I, you know, with this being here in our city and there, it's awesome and everything. Of course, it's going to boost the economy. Mm-hmm. But you can't help but to, you know, think about all the sacrifices and the, the stuff that got buried underneath. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I put this on my own personal timeline, but, you know, the cities and neighborhoods that were altered ever since because of, you know, the stadiums built and everything, like displacement and everything, those things that were sacrificed and homes and neighborhoods. Sorry to get down on y'all and everything, but like that, but it's real. It, you okay, know, you got to educate, it, man. You got to educate. No. Because there was like, there's literally a neighborhood called Lightning. Yeah. That no longer exists, and like Julian Bond lived there growing up, and everything. And it's no longer there, and of course, you know, whether we talk about like the teams where it'll be like you know Austin, they're going to build their new stadium, FC Cincinnati, they're going to build a new stadium. Wherever these new stadiums are built, of course, displacement happens. Yeah, you know, it it, it does happen, and that's why it's so important for you know for lower income people to own their homes mm-hmm. and for everyone to stick together as a community that you know that's the hard part is like a lot of people in a lot of these areas are renters right so you have no say so in where you, you don't. live and that's why it's so important to understand why you need to own your property and why you need especially a lot of people like especially here in the Atlanta area a lot of people lost homes when they pass them on to their kids because their kids didn't take care of them and pay the taxes on them. Right. So somebody swept in under them and bought it from underneath them, and they lost these beautiful brown homes in the cities. Like you look Which at are all, the cool places to right. be now. Now it's the ultimate place to yep. live. These homes have been in the city since the turn Forever. of the 1900s. Forever. These people worked hard for their homes, and their kids lost homes. So now you know, some yuppie is now living in there for $400,000. You know what I mean? It, it, it's crazy to sad, but... It's something that we have to do better as black and brown and, you know, like... You were talking to white uh, people. Uh, even, yeah, even, I was going to say, even, like, disenfranchised white, some of those yep. whites. It's like things, it's like you have to think about these things. And you have to, like, everybody who's listening to this, sit down with your grandparents and, like, really, like, understand what they own. Yeah, absolutely. And understand how to keep it in your family. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I don't want to tell a story about myself, but, like, my family in Mississippi, I mean, my family owns, we're sitting on, like, a hundred acres of land that's been passed down from my families for four generations. 
That's impressive. It's impressive because we have a conversation and we basically right. say, okay, it's your turn to start paying for the taxes. We all under, like you don't understand it until you're sitting there on the land. You're like, you know the scene from Lion King where Mufasa shows Simba, like, yo, everything the light touches. Yeah. My dad had that talk with me on our land. Like and I was like, yo, how much do I need to put down? Right. I don't want to lose this. And that's the thing with these families in these communities in Atlanta and also all these other cities, things People don't realize what their family did to get them where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, not to beat a dead horse, but it's like, yeah, the Super Bowl's in Atlanta, but like you said, a it, lot of people were displaced. Well, for me, and I, I guess for me, is, you know. It's close I, to I, home. It, it is close to home. I mean, it, I've, I've been there, done that type of thing. I hate to say that. And yes, it's great for the economy, but what was sacrificed? hurts and not to say that i haven't enjoyed the fruits of the labor with you know what has been going on with lane united in that stadium you know it's we all talk about the marvels of the stadium it's well keep in mind it was built over over top of two churches right right exactly and so historically black churches and it's it's amazing that like it it gets lost intentionally and it does but you know like this is a soccer podcast but this is a good conversation but for some reason, black communities, we value white areas and white businesses more than our own areas and our own businesses. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. White flight happened. All these white people moved out of the city, right? Now all black people live outside the city. All white people live in the city. It's, it's funny how that happens. It's, uh, it's, it's insane to me. It's, it's, it was like, how do you give up this prime real estate? Now you have to commute an hour into the fucking city to go to work. Guess where that's... I mean, that's, it's not only unique here. Like, same thing's no, happening happens in D.C., yeah. you know. Like, I mean, Oakland, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland, yeah. Like, Oakland is now... Oakland like, cool o- now. Yeah, o- Oakland's Old Town. What the but you, fuck but is you know, Old Town? Um, uh, the, the, the shutdown ended because of the Super Bowl, right? Bruh. You think so? Bruh. Positive. Because, like, so? like, you think Bruh. that... You think that they want to have TSA workers working here... They got tired of hearing Meek Mill being played... <laughs> By the TSA workers, the uncut versions and twerk. I mean, uh, what's the uh, city girl? You gotta respect those TSA workers that went to work not getting paid. It was just having fun. Bro, you gotta respect that. You gotta, re- you gotta respect that. Best believe I do the same thing. There's no other choice. Like, hey, like if, if I'm gonna be here, I'm, I'm gonna have all the fun. Best believe. Stand because, like, you gonna let me have fun. Hell yeah, you're gonna let me. But man. uh... Let's see, let's see here. Like I said, there's there's so much stuff that's happened this week. Your your man uh, Terry Henry got fired, man. Let's pour some out. We poured out a whole lot. We pour some more out. Oh, oh, we <laughs> <pour some bottles. laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what happened when you talk about somebody's grandma. <laughs> hey, man. So you know, see y'all y'all kids. Explain to the people that don't follow world soccer what y'all talking about. So what happened was our boy Thierry Henry, French legend. World Cup champion. Uh won the league with uh Arsenal of course and is dumb you know Champions League with Barcelona. Champions League with Barca. You know, he's he's a legend. He's a black Frenchman legend. And he was coaching uh Monaco. And this is his first head coaching job. He's done some other stints as far as uh, assistant roles in uh Belgium and then also with um who else did he coach with? He coached with one other team before Belgium. I can't remember. No, like, uh, I think it was Belgium. Yeah, it's Belgium. He just got there was some yeah, other Monica. Monica. Yeah, but either way, he inherited a tough situation he did. because uh, 
They uh, Monaco has always been a club that has been to uh, kind of uh, raise talent and then to sell it. And they have sold several players. Even though they've had a lot of money. Right. They've sold several players. And then also their the owner, he's dealing with some dicey situations. Um, a lot of injuries. He inherited a team that was dealing with a lot of injuries. So going in, he didn't have a full squad. And basically, he wasn't doing well. And of course, if you don't do well, it's a performance-based business. He got the axe. But, of course, before that happened, it wasn't a pretty situation. The last game, I can't remember who it was against, but they lost 5-1 during the game. One of the players, uh, the opponents, was about to do a throw-in. He said something to the effect of, your grandmother's a whore. I don't see anything really too wrong with that. You know what I mean? it's very common in, in France, apparently. <laughs> no, and he was. Because even... No, he did. He said... <laughs> what he had said was, you know, like, that's a common phrase. And, um... Yeah, it was frowned upon, to say the least. Now, mind you, you know, before Chiarari came came on, like, I think like, they, they didn't have a win yet. I mean, like, you know, he had some moderate success, all considered. Like, you know, I think he had uh, four wins. Four wins? Yeah, four wins. four wins. And then there was a streak where they hadn't scored for a while, though. It wasn't looking it, 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 Honestly, it's, it, it wasn't a good... Yeah, but he was set up to... the relegation zone. They're, they're still... They're 19th, right? They're 19th place yeah. with 15 points. Yeah. Uh, they're next to last. Uh, you know, of course, mind you, they, they ended up uh, hiring the guy that he... The same replaced. coach that he replaced. Yeah, so... So uh, now they look like even more bigger assholes than... You know, like that tells you something about the club. Like you're going to replace him with the guy you just let go. Like it's yeah. But you know, do you guys think that Andre is going to try coaching again? Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. I think so. I don't think. I don't know, but I hope so. I think that. I think his. I think for one, I think that in the immediate course, he'll probably go back to you know, go back to England and work on TV and everything. But I I think that that's what he's going to do. If the opportunity comes about, comes about, you know. He'll, he'll, he'll go back. The other part, though, was also with how he was doing the man management as far as, like, he considers himself, and a lot of others were saying that he's a little bit more old school mm-hmm. compared to, you know. What, yeah. Like, as Ringo loves to point out, like, this generation no is. Bitch ass. Bitch ass. Oh. It's sad. And Henri is, he's from the old school. He's old school, so he's going to tell you your mother, your mother's a great woman. <laughs> and your ass was a run and say, fuck you, my grandmother's a great woman. <laughs> she's a guys, saint. She's a saint. I'm sure. <laughs> but these young guys, they're going to cry about it. So, so they're, they're not going to turn up. He didn't exactly like, like uh, have a great time out, man. Wait, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> he didn't have exactly a great rapport with the some of the players. And I think he even benched well, he's some never of had a he's never had a great rapport with, like, I think, with France, period. <laughs> right. And well, he's had, always had a love-hate with France. It's very much a love-hate. Like, wouldn't you in France? Yeah. I mean... As a black man coming up in France? Especially growing up in the 90s. Wait, yeah, what, you're right. That's definitely a, a much different perspective for, like, much like how, you know, a lot of us have, have here in America. And exactly. Well, I, think, I think to give him the scrutiny that, that he has specifically, you know, because I don't think he would, he carried the same type of love as Vieira had or Mecca Lilly had. Uh, it was definitely something specific with him. Yeah. And, of course, mine's like, he was one of those guys that was there in 2010 as well. So, like, you know, 
the I think the perspective that he has is definitely unique compared to everyone else that that is black in, in, in France and you know I think I will say this. As far as France goes, he's probably not coaching there again. Like if he coaches again, it'd probably be back. Well, it'd be a lower England. level club, yeah. It'd if, probably be, if it'd probably be in England, you know, or, or possibly um elsewhere but it would be for you. Let me ask you this though, like yeah. I, I saw a lot of pundits talk about this and it kinda hurt me. And they were saying like he wasn't ready because he didn't do this and he he was said he there was no way that he was going to be successful in that position. I I think all considering yeah. And so they a lot of pundits have been saying like, oh he needs to go he needs to be well proven. He needs to do what uh Vieira did. You know, to go to MLS or to go somewhere yeah. else. He does. And, I mean, we'll but, be okay, but they're, then they were like, oh, because that's why, you know, Zidane, this and that, whatever, is. So, bruh. What, okay, what but was, that, that, oh, everybody can be Zidane. Wait, what was, um. And, Cle- and Zidane had Ronaldo, so they, so. That's, that's my like, whole point. Like, like, what was Cleveland, Cleveland's, uh, form, Cleveland's coach, right? Before now? Tyrone? Yeah, Tyrone Lue. Tyrone Lue. Uh-huh. Not a good coach, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of stars. Well, ain't even a great player. Rodgers yeah. a great player. <laughs> so that's what, like, everyone keeps talking about. Zidane did all this shit at Real Madrid. But he, he, had he had Ronaldo. Yeah. I would love to see Zidane do what the fuck he did with, I don't know, let's pick a random club in Hazard. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I hate that people compare Zidane to oh, Henri. Fuck it, do a Newcastle. Yeah, Shit. like I mean, take right. that. I want to see Zidane take do a, it on a, a call night in Stoke. Right, right, true. Do take a club like that, and then it's like, all right, Zidane's the truth. But like, you get Madrid. Like, that's why I hate when Zidane gets the love he gets for what he did at Madrid. I'm like, you didn't do shit. Wow. You just showed up in the office. I mean, no, no, to well, be, to be he fair, did shit, but what did he do? No, nobody has won do? three straight Champions League right. in, in this era. Remember, nobody has. Not even out. Barcelona. Who coached them before? Who did coach Real Madrid before? Uh, uh, hello, sir? Uh, Ancelotti. Was it Ancelotti? Yeah. And who else? Uh, who coached Man United? It's on Mourinho? Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. Uh, well, so, I, 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 will, I will always say this about, about Mourinho. Mourinho, when he was at Madrid, he actually set them up for the yeah, success that they had... When Ed Schlotty got there, because you had, because he brought in um, uh, what's the guy? Uh, what's the guy from France? Uh, the uh, center back. Um, Ron. Ron. Yeah. yeah. Um, he brought in Cruz. Like uh, he brought in Mojis. Like like those. And then he told Eager to sit the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> and that was one that, of the greatest goalkeepers ever. And that, was sit a, the that was a fuck huge, down. And that was a huge thing because I think that that. That really caught went a long way. A club far. legend. Yeah. That, to that sit down. Easy. You're that, not needed. That wasn't easy. Your so, excess. But um, I, I think that, you know, you know, just talk about the Madrid real quick, I, I think that the struggles that they have right now is that you're, you're, you're in a period of transition, so, you know, you're trying to figure out, like, what, who are we beyond Ronaldo? Because, of course, he's gone now. So, yeah. I think, I mean, part of what I was getting at originally is that the fact that, you know, yes, I'm an Henry fan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Patrick Vieira, I, I'm, I definitely want to see him do well. Any black coach that's in the Euros especially, I'm good gosh, I'm cheering them on because it is tough as nails mm-hmm. to break through. I mean, like, it's a glass ceiling there yeah. for black coaches. Yeah. Um, and for Henry to get the unfair um, situation, like, of course, when someone says, like, we want you to be the head coach, 
of a top level team, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that shit. But he was set up to fail to begin with, and it wasn't gonna be. I, I think it's I think it's very telling considering you know you just brought in uh, Seth Fabregas uh, from Chelsea. Yeah, you got and Fabregas, like and they got knocked out of Champions League too. Yeah, and so you were thinking that like they can focus on just some league, but. Yeah. That ain't happen either they, because they, they, you still they, got all those injuries. It's, it's amazing to me that they use... You don't have Mbappe. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have all these world-class players that were there from the previous seasons. Yeah. So, what is... Like, what is like, what is he going to do? He's yeah. looking at his hand. He's playing spades. I mean, he's like, mm, yeah, I possibly got two books. <laughs> possibly. I got one in a possible. That's, that's very... A good way. Yeah. I got one in a possible. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, we'll see where he that's, lands. That's not a good hand. That's not a good <laughs> hand. We'll see where Terry lands, you know? But, you, but speaking of, of, of your course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of gloss by the fact that United, you know, still kept their, their un, unbeaten streak alive today. Unbeaten I actually want to talk you about. You want to speak about the game? Well, the, come, the, 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 the comeback was great. But actually, I want to talk about what happened over the weekend. You know, we had, we had some young boys get their debuts over the weekend. We had Alfonso Davies get his debut oh, okay. with Bayern. We had Tyler Adams get his money with, with RB Leipzig. Is Alfonso Davies American? No. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's American. He's North American. He's American, but he's Canadian. He's American. He's Canadian. He's North America. He's my brother, though. That's North America. It is. That's American. Okay, so. <laughs> Daymar's American. Too. There you go. We're going to do that. That's, we're on the same page. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. That's fine. No. Right. But, you know, no, it's good. You know, like I said before, like if our young American players are starting. Yeah, because. It's cause a good look. Adams went, I think, I think he went the full 90. Like, of course, they, they were, they, they smoked. Uh, they won like 4 four and They were up 3 0, like within like 15 minutes. Like, you know, like he got his money. You see Tyler's move? That little, yeah, that little yeah. drop back. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, that was definitely a very exciting game to watch. Like, actually, of course, because I was laid up last last week, like I was able to actually watch Damn, a good. <laughs> I was able to watch a good bit of soccer uh, this past weekend, and you know, first of all, like I said, those two guys, you know, shout out to them as far as you know getting in because you know. Germany is always a, a very hard place to, 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 to break into, but it seems like they're, they're, they're definitely fucking with Americans right now. So, you know, yeah. you know the, the more of us that, that are out there, the better. I, I'd rather have them there than in England. I'm, I'm, I'm being straight up with you. Yeah, but, it's it's great to see two MLS Academy kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. let's like let's shout out. Like, these kids played in the academies from their club. Yeah, they're homegrown. Yeah, absolutely. I and you guys keep talking about we ain't top five, baby. Like, like, like. The great thing is. But no, seriously. The yeah, great thing is, like, think about it. This guy. This <laughs> like, guy. think about it. All right, last episode was <laughs> about top five. Last episode. Uh-huh. It, until the season starts. See, <laughs> <laughs> you got me choked up, man. Goddamn. But, no, but it's a great thing. Like, <laughs> they both played well. And, like, I know that Burr Halter's chomping his bits looking at, like, what he has at his disposal. 
Yeah. So like I'm excited to see like what they do. Oh like, yeah. You no. know, I just hope that Berhalter isn't one of those experimental coaches unless these kids play in well, positions that they're good at. Well, first of all, let's, let's go back. Of course, uh, the U.S. Uh, men's they they had their first uh, camp toaster shootle, aka camp mm-hmm. cupcake game over the weekend. They played Panama. Panama. Uh, they won three nil. Panama. Yeah, I mean, I think for that's one of those matches where you want to get things off the ground, and that was a great match to to do that with. Um, I think that you have you, you to keep in mind that a lot of those guys have hardly had anything more than like ten caps, if if that. Yeah. So, so we had we had seven players who had their first had their first caps with the U.S. on, uh, on in that match and. You know, so to pull out that type of result, you know, it might not mean much in the long run. But I think just having that say, like, hey, we actually are are to a positive start, I think that's that's good for us. Of course, we have uh, Costa Rica this weekend. Um, so, like, like what, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, I think the game weekend? provided what it needed to do. It gave those guys experience um, playing as a, a collective and also um, – like you saw some things as far as like Zardis in that nine role and him like kind of holding off defenders and dropping him back off to you know the ten. S- side note, real quick, Michael Bradley's still good. You know, um, no, you know, no. Let, see, okay, wait, 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 yeah, no. um, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Let me go first. You start, you got it. You start. No, like when, when when the full roster's there, like it, it should be McKinney and Adams and that's so I'm it. Out. Like I said, what I said. Mm-hmm. It, the camp provided what it needed to do. Yeah. It was to build confidence yep. and to build cohesion yep. and to evaluate players that haven't been looked at on the national level. Like that's what he camp played a good Cupcake. role. He played a good role, and he was there. What it, I said, I think I said a couple of shows ago, or no, it was Guzan. But um, those players that are brought in is to show how leadership is be done. Right. That is what yeah. Bradley's role is right now to show the leadership role. And I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not. No, I, I hope it doesn't get. Oh no, the people say that. He's leadership. not bad, but he's not my flavor. Yeah, I, I think that, of course, you know, that's given, very, given his well given his age, I think that you know he's he's definitely past that peak. I think that kind of like how Dempsey was last cycle, where you know he has enough quality where he's still valuable to the team. Right, and you know, of course, when you have the European guys when they when they come in. You know, you'll have Adams, you'll have McKinney, you'll have Pulse. Like, you know, he probably won't factor nearly as much as far as as far as to the starting eleven. But I think is, you know, if one of those guys were were to you know go down with any type of injury, that might be, might be the type of guy that that you want as far as um, as far as filling in. Yeah. Um. Like I said, Bradley, he looked great against Panama. He, yeah. he against did. Panama. Right. He looked great against Panama. And as very well you said, you know, he's there to show the leadership and things like that. But when you look at the interviews and stuff like that, they said most of the leadership was coming from, like, Boyd. And, like, in players like that, they have stepped up into the role and become the leaders of the locker room. But let's talk about that. But you can't predict that shit. You, you can't. You can't well, predict that shit. That's why you... With, with, with a team like this, you definitely can't predict that kind of stuff because, I mean, they're all fairly new. So, it's like, okay, like, like you got to you have to flesh out those type of leaders. So, so, let's, you know, let's look at, you know, who fills that number six spot mm-hmm. after Bradley. You know, Bradley's not part of it. So, like, I, like to me, it's between Trap and McKinney. McKinney like, to, is a to, bulldog. 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 Like, I love it. And the thing is... 
Trap plays more like what traditional Bradley used to do. Right, play. but, but Weston, like... Yeah, and, like, Weston McKinney and Trap, like, those are the two that's going to... Right. Like, and everyone keeps putting Tyler Adams in it. I really want to see Tyler Adams at a center back. Yeah. I like, I really think he could play that role, and I don't mm-hmm. want Burr A ball playing center back. Right, right, right. Somebody that's not afraid to win a ball who's confident on the ball. That's what Tyler mm-hmm. Adams is. So if you have Tyler Adams right there at center back, right? Weston McKinney or Trap right there. Like, defensively, oh, my God. Like, that is, like... So, that's athletic. So if, that's if, athletic if, if, if I'm following you correctly, because yeah. what you're telling me right there actually kind of reminds me of what I always wanted um, Jeff Cameron to do. Because yeah. Jeff Cameron, like, he, like he was... He always floated between... Of course, they, of course, they had him a fullback as well, but between center back and, and, and offensive midfielder, you know, like, that was like... I was like, that's your money right there. Mm-hmm. And I think that Adams could definitely be, be that, that type of guy as well. I just don't think Cameron had that athletic ability. Yeah, he well, he wasn't that athletic as far as at fullback, but I think as far as like in, in centrally, like he get like no, yeah, he can win a ball. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I agree, but, but like I think like Burrowalter, I would love Burrowalter to put his pin for fullbacks Nick Lima in um, Yedlin. Yeah, Yedlin. Yedlin's not like, that. Yedlin's not good on the ball. Yedlin is not, he's not very well positioned. No, he's just pass by you. Right, I mean, but he will always pressure, you know, right. he'll pressure somebody by moving the ball. But Nick Lima is a better player than Yedlin. He still has the speed and everything like that. I still, I, need to see, I still need to see more as far but, as, like, you know, he, de- he obviously had his assists, right? You know, yeah. Had, but you know, we'll the, see if he's more consistent with the deliveries into the box and make it dangerous. The, and everything the like one that. guy that, that did kind of stand up to me and from the – the guys in Chicago, like they've actually been been shouting him out like crazy. Is my boy Drake Malfoy, Jordy uh, Mihalovich. Like it's, it's no coincidence they have the same name. I, so, I, I can't say his name. I, I, I've been so trying that's to why I said spell it. it. You didn't not spell it. Uh, not spell it. See, I don't have in the game with a twelve game shot. I've had I'm two beers in. <laughs> he can't spell. Yeah, see, I know it. Can't spell. Zach, no. Okay, but straight Malfoy. That's what I'm going with. If Mama call him Malfoy, I'm call him Malfoy. His pseudonym, his pseudonym name, his pen name is Jordy Mahalovich. There we go. And I say he actually did a pretty good job. I like. No, he did. And remember, Burholter kept on talking about how like he was playing a whole two ten role. Yeah. Like the the dual ten roll and mm-hmm. and it was able to work against Panama. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see Costa Rica's a little bit. You know, the, the one guy, the, the one guy I'm glad was able to score. Like I, I I've been wanting him to get um, a cap for a while is uh, Christian Ramirez. Yeah, like because he was doing this thing in Minnesota too. He of course he got traded down to um, LAFC. You know, still doing this thing. I'm like. He's a guy I've, I've been wanting to see, you know, get into the national team. And Speaking of LAFC, you, you, you mentioned the A-Town boy, Walker Zimmerman, get on the score yeah, sheet. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. an A-Town boy right yeah, there, Zimmerman baby. Zimmerman got in there. Yeah, with the header. That was with eight, eight men or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, like I think for with that being Burhalter's first game, that was definitely a good game to get off, you know, to, to start off with, you know, and, well, uh, Let's talk about su- surprise, though. Jonathan Lewis. Yeah. I knew nothing about the kid until this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see more of him because he came into this game impacting the game from jump, mm-hmm. making runs off the ball, like making his presence felt. Like, I want to see him play in a friendly, like, over an unfamiliar territory. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I really, this kid looks exciting. I want to see him in Costa Rica, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. In San Jose. You know, like, 
I think that uh, before we leave this national team subject, like can like U.S. soccer, can we put some people on the board that like work in MLS or something? Because it doesn't make sense how we have so many soccer specific stadiums and we're putting the national team. You mean how we had friends and family night at, on, on Sunday? Listen, it was so bad. Like I just don't understand. They could have put that team in fucking Phoenix Rising Stadium. Yeah, it would have been fine. Yeah. It's right down the street. It would have been fine. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a weird time for, for U.S. soccer. You know, Especially until we you, get back to the I believe we can win days. You know, of course, we, we had all... Did you see that, we, we had, No, I didn't no. see that. Oh, I, 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 I did see that. Well, I did. It was, it was the Red Dead Redemption thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, see, listen. Have you played that game? It's amazing. It's one of the best games Man, but that that TIFO was looking sad. I gotta say, I, it's sad because there were so few people. But I think that you know, obviously, it, it, like even if you, <laughs> and of course, the crazy thing about it is that you know, like we we U.S. soccer's had a very long past what uh, sixteen seventeen man, yeah, sixteen months. And October tenth seventeen man. You know, not that and, I remember or anything. No, of course not. October tenth two thousand seventeen. It has been rough. I think, and I, I think that you know, first of all, they think they're the same people. Yeah, they do have. They, they, they think that they're the same team, and people will just still show up regardless. And I think that you know, you have to understand that this country is not like Brazil or England, where people no. will still show up no matter what. It's like no, like like you, you're digging yourselves out of a hole right now because you wasted pretty much a whole year, and then, you know, not not hiring a, a full time coach, you know, not having your full squads together. And now you're like, okay, we're gonna still charge you, you know, sixty something bucks, you know, to, to go to a to a game with basically our our C our C team right now, mm-hmm. and you know the fans are responding to that, like, no, I'm like, like this ain't this ain't how it's supposed to go. So American fans were way more educated than we were, like I would say, and that's the thing four I, I years think, ago. So we understand a friendly's not that serious of a game. Yeah. Now goal especially camp, in January, especially right a January camp. So the fans we understand what's going on. You're charging me premium prices for that, right? Mm-hmm. On a Sunday. Yeah. So it's like fans aren't. Really, we're really not going to turn up until the summer with a gold cup. I'm not gonna lie. I I forgot about the game until someone tweeted about it. I was like, oh shit. Right. U.S. is playing. Dang it. I'm, not, <laughs> right. I'm not even gonna lie. We've been in limbo for so long, but like not until we start preparing, like until May. I don't even until talk. May, I really don't see American fans turning up. Because you got to think about it. American Outlaws, the founders of American Outlaws are in their late 30s. Mm-hmm. So that whole fan base, what we're all... Say? What you trying to say, bro? I'm in my early 30s. We're not that old yet. Right. So, but, but see, the American Outlaw fan base, is, you got to think about it. They're, now they're having families, they're having kids. So they're not, they're not the frat guys and shit like they used to be that turn up, get drunk, and just hang out. Yeah. It, you know... You know, like that. A lot of us. Tony's still living them days. But a lot of us has got responsibility. So, and that's the thing about the American Outlaws. American Outlaws has it's become Sam's Army. We, so, like, Ugh. you know, hot tape. Ugh. American Outlaws has become yeah. Sam's Army. So, it's, it's like... fresh smack. Yeah, so you're going to need that next generation of American soccer fans. I can agree but with that. Yeah. that. That fan group is... But you got to win. But like the, you got to win. That you gotta, fan the, group... You got to win them over. Yeah. That fan yeah. group looks yeah. at the national team like it's Absolutely. just a sports team. So, and it's, but, like, it's like I'm cheering for Manchester United. But, that, but so, that's even more reason why these players need to go the fuck out and ball. Like, they do. They need to get the fans to fall in love Absolutely. with Absolutely. You know, I agree like, with you 100%. It, it actually happens to coincide with what I was looking at, uh, especially like this past season with MLS, where you know I think like for the first time you really saw 
MLS carry the momentum instead of the instead of the national team. But of course, the national team wasn't in the World Cup, mm-hmm. so it really was more so on MLS to say, okay, hey, we're going to carry that buzz instead. And it, it, but that it shows the leaps of MLS. Yeah. You got to think about it. we United States didn't make the World Cup. A lot of us watched the World Cup, mm-hmm. but we still was like, it's cool. The quality of MLS is still entertaining enough during this summer window. So it's like the national team, U.S. soccer, some all of them. They really need to take a big piece of humble pie. And they really do because like, honestly, drop about, wait, 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 like. You realize what you're asking. Yeah, but yeah it's, 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 actually, it's a big ass. That's what I'm saying. Asking the country, the country club, club to like take a step back and say, "Yo, we need to." They need to put some young people in there that says, "Yo, we got to do this right." And that's and that's the hard. It. It's not. It may not happen, but that's the only way to really get real fans to come back to. The and that's. National I think that's the real hard thing for people to understand is that, especially at that level, because, you know. You have so many people that are in charge that, you know, of course, one, they don't want to lose the power that they already have. And then, two, they don't want to, they don't want to uh, flip the script and be like, okay, like, let's, let's change things up and, you know, try something different. Because that means when you, when you change things up, that means things suddenly become unstable when they want to keep things as, as consistent as what they've already had. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I think as far as for, for what's needed, it's gonna it's gonna require becoming uncomfortable because you know as they always say madness is doing the same things over and over and expecting change like you have to yep. you have to you know accept that we have to do better yeah, you know we're we're ranked worse than we've ever been in FIFA ranking and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, like, you know, and, and so it's like, yo, let's humble ourselves. Let's humble ourselves and let's fix some shit. So hopefully they do it. Costa Rica games this weekend, right? Yeah. So let's see how the players do. Let's see the progress. Saturday is on ESPN. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, there you yep. go. Saturday, ESPN. I don't forget. Three o'clock, I think it is. Maybe. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, while, while we're while we're going stateside, I actually had a chance to like. First of all, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do this last week, like since, since I was gone and everything. Um, uh, I don't know if we had a chance to talk about Chattanooga FC. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they uh, uh, released uh, stock in their in their club, where you can basically you can be a fan and own a piece of their club. Kind of like Green Bay Packers. Exactly. And every club uh, in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the fifty plus one uh, and. Uh, what we were able to do was actually talk to um, actually now he's an owner, a part owner of the club now technically, uh, Andrew Breezy. He's a member of Chattahooligans. Uh, they're based up uh, Chattanooga FC's uh, fourth division club in uh, NPSL. Um, I had a chance to talk to him uh, last Friday while I was laid up and everything, and uh, uh, you know be able to talk about as far as what's happening uh, with the club. Um, as far as what their ambitions are, as far as what they're doing with offering the stock for sale, and you know what, what their goals are going, going forward. So, um, and, and enjoy this interview real quick with uh, with uh, myself and Andrew Breezy, and I will be right back. Uh, we have Andrew Breezy uh, from Chattanooga FC. One of the are you one of the founding members of uh, the Chattahooligans? Oh no, no! I'm I'm just a guy who showed up late to the party and got really excited. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Uh, but like we mentioned on, on the show, uh, Chattanooga FC just recently offered uh, stock into uh, 
uh, their club. So pretty much any any one of us, you, me, anyone, can uh, buy into the club. Now, well, first off, let's uh, tell us a bit more about uh, who Chattanooga FC is, like where do they play and what league and all that stuff. Yeah, so Chattanooga FC is going into their 11th season in the NPSL. The yeah. NPSL is a nationwide uh, soccer league, it's a semi-pro league, meaning it's mostly amateur teams, but there are also some professional teams as well. Some names you might recognize, like the New York Cosmos mm-hmm. and uh, Miami, uh, uh, not Fusion, uh, Miami FC Sorry, play, right, right. play currently in the NPSL. Um, so they've been in the league for 11 seasons, going on 11 seasons this year, and they've not won a national title, but they have uh, gone to the finals four times. They've won the Southeastern Conference seven times. Oh, wow. Um, they've won an amateur national championship, which involved a four-team playoff, basically with the best four amateur teams in the country mm-hmm. uh, in 2015, I believe. Yeah, 2015. So. Right. Uh, they've been really, really successful, and they've set basically every amateur soccer attendance record out there. Yeah, uh, I know uh, our guys here in Atlanta, like our, our first uh, ever uh, official uh, game was actually up in Chattanooga uh, two years ago. I remember that game pretty well, uh, uh, just uh, getting up getting up the road up 75, and it, w- it was a great experience. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, things are, are moving pretty well. Uh, of course, I've actually heard you know there, there's some competition in, in town. So, what, so what, what's been going on there? <laughs> yeah, so uh, back to just back to what you were saying. Atlanta United playing their first ever game preseason in Chattanooga was amazing. I mean, you and I were both there. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing you. It was like twelve thousand eight hundred fans or something. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. As far as the uh, competition in town, boy, we got hit with. Uh, I don't want to call it a sucker punch, but a really unexpected a bit of news in the beginning of August of last year, um, right after the season, it just got over that somebody had bought the USL uh, division three territory rights to Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Uh, that part was a surprise, but not like that was surprising, but it wasn't the end of the world. But then we found out that one of the members of Chattanooga FC's board was going to be uh, leaving Chattanooga FC to join them as their general manager. Uh, and things got uh, crazier from there. Wow. Um, so, of course, with with that happening, uh, this, is that kind of what led to uh, Chattanooga FC seeking, uh, you know, putting putting stocks of their club for, for sale? Like what what exactly was the impetus for that? So Chattanooga Football Club has said for a long time that they wanted to offer supporter ownership. They wanted to do it right. They wanted to offer real tangible ownership that involved buying shares, not just a membership-based model, but they hadn't really figured out how to do it. So a couple things have happened. One, in 2016, uh, the Jobs Act added a crowdfunding um, initiative basically within the Jobs Act, and I don't know the, the super like specifics. But what matters is it became uh, possible for non-accredited investors, meaning not very – like normal folks like you and I, not just mm-hmm. the uber rich, to invest in uh, things like sports teams if the investment was offered properly. So this is the first professional club to be able to do that, to choose to do that. Um, absolutely, I, I think it, we would be kidding ourselves if we didn't – um, more honest and said that the arrival of this new USL team has sped up the timeline for a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things about uh, threats to your your 
model and your um, your livelihood, so to speak, even though none of the guys that run CFC use CFC as their livelihood. Um, one of the things that it pushes is innovation and change. And they've really taken on the mantra of, okay, we're up for the challenge and we are going to innovate and we're going to do new things and we're going to do CFC 2.0, all the things we've been planning on doing for the next 10 years of CFC, because this was the 10 year anniversary, the next 10 years are mm-hmm. going to be better and let us show you why you should pick us, not uh, this other team. So I, it was always in the works, but I think it definitely got sped up by gotcha. the other team. Gotcha. Um, is there, uh, do you like, like how many total shares are, um, were made available? Like what's, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the, I guess, what's the goal there? So there's 8,000 shares available. Um, the accord, I'm looking at the, actually at the website of my computer right now, so I don't tell you any numbers that are incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre-money evaluation or valuation, excuse me, is 2.95 million. So my understanding is that means the club is worth $3 million. Um, maybe a financial expert could tell you if that uh, is exactly right, but that's what I read on this site. Gotcha. They're offering up to one million seventy. Uh, $1,000, which is the maximum allowable by law, the the maximum they can take in one year of crowdfunding. Um, What they've done a couple different things. They've they've added that as a goal for $1 million, basically, and they've raised over $400,000. The ticker right now, as we're talking on, uh, is $422,375. So they're, you know, a little short of halfway to their goal. Yeah, that's pretty fast, yeah. Yeah, it's coming, man. It's been just... A week? Yeah, today's a week. So in a week, they've raised four hundred thousand. They might even by the end of today uh, get to you know half a million. I'm not sure. But they also took in some significant capital um, in private investment prior to this round of funding too. And it's listed in the financials, uh, which is really interesting. They're they're shoring up for the long haul. They're making a full conversion to professional. They're okay. not just gearing up for an amateur season to say, hey, we're gonna be the best amateur team in the country still. They're trying to say, hey, not only are we the best amateur team in the country, we're now going to make this jump to a full professional long season um, next level type of thing. And um, so, yes, yeah, yeah, I think I just answered um, um, one of my questions, like how 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 they've been doing so far. Uh, how many shares did you get? So I purchased 20 shares um, oh. for now. And yeah, how, I- how, much, how much are shares, by the way? They're $125. So if you're, if you're doing the math at home, I, I dropped $2,500. Um, okay. So okay. I, that was, you know, that's, uh, I'm fortunate to be able to do that. I, I would love to invest more. Basically, there's a tier system, man. And at $5,000, you get a lifetime season pass. Oh, wow. And that's really tempting, but I just don't, I don't have quite that much money yet. So uh, gotcha. it's all good. It's all good. Like, hey, you know, it's, it's definitely good when you can, you know, show that belief that you have in your club. You know, I, obviously, you know, me following uh, MLS and pretty much all of American soccer as a whole, I wish that there were more. Uh, teams like like this that could actually offer this. I know, obviously, MLS has their own different thing, and you know that's that's them. But uh, I, I definitely hope that you know more lower division teams can see can actually just engage with the community and say, hey, you know, we want you to be a legit partner in this. So this is something that I think is is uh, uh, very great. When does uh, Chattanooga get get started on this season? 
So there are rumors of an uh, March friendly. We haven't seen any official announcement on that, uh, but we know that they have said there will be some friendlies in April and the regular season kicks off in May. So -hmm. they'll play May, June, hopefully into July with playoffs in the NPSL summer season. Mm -hmm. And then the Founders Cup, which is the fully professional. um, It's a cup season with the first, uh, I think, 11 teams that are going to be preparing for the transition to a professional league. They will play a cup in the fall. So they'll play, I'm guessing August through November, uh, give oh, or take. Wow. We don't have any of those schedules yet, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I def- Cause like every time I, I, I've looked into Chattanooga, I'm like, I'll always hear like the, the season ends all early. Like of course going back to like uh, my experience up there, first off Chattanooga brewing it, you know, that place is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, just, it's always like you have so much fun there. It's like, man, like, why does this have to go only until the summertime? Like, it's good to hear that y'all have uh, uh, looking into ways to extend the season because that's an experience I think that, you know, anyone who's looking for a good lower division experience, definitely if you're in the southeast, Atlanta, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Memphis, anywhere, definitely check out uh, Chattanooga FC. Uh, uh, before we uh, before we let you go, uh, just uh, anything you want us to know additional as far as like where we, where people can go if they want to look into um, person, uh, person stock. Yeah. So you can go to chattanoogafc.com on their homepage. There's a link that kind of gives a little bit of details and then takes you to the website portal through which it's done. Uh, it's done through a third party. Um, and it's basically my understanding is available in all 50 States and around the world. So anyone that wants to invest can be a real owner uh, of, of shares of a soccer team, a professional soccer team. This is the first professional soccer team, first professional team of any kind to do this um, since basically the Green Bay Packers and uh, the first one to do it since 2016. And Mm -hmm. I think, and I hope that, like you said earlier, this opens the door for others to do it. I think that not just lower division soccer, but I think Atlanta or Portland or anyone that any team that truly wants to connect with their community, a million dollars isn't a lot of money. So they don't have to offer a substantial ownership um, requirement. I know the the MLS has some hurdles and whatever involved in their ownership structure, but bottom line teams can make real tangible connections to their communities by offering uh, shares and they can be structured different ways. And I hope we'll see it more often because regular folks like you and me, if we want to buy a share of our team, we should be able to. Cool, cool. That's that sounds great, Andrew. But yeah, but uh, thank you uh, for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, or of course, we'll, we'll be following Chattanooga quite a bit uh, this year. Like, hopefully, we can make a trip up there. We love that, man. Hope uh, hope we'll host Atlanta United again one day, man. That'd be awesome. Maybe in the Open Cup sometime. Indeed, indeed. Take care. Take care. And we're back. And. Uh, Hope y'all hope y'all enjoyed that interview. A uh, lot of good information there. Uh, you know. Yeah, like I, honestly, I, I thought it was really interesting to see like how serious they're taking this fan ownership. Uh, One twenty-five a share, man. We, we gonna Let's make do we, it. We gonna make uh, Chattanooga FC for black culture, owners. Yeah, man. Let's do it for the culture. For the culture, can we get the brick? Can we get the forty exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Now, just as an update, you know, from from when we. Uh, I did, it, I did an interview uh, right now. They're looking uh, the total that they're looking at right now is at four thousand sixty three thousand two hundred fifty dollars. That's as of Tuesday night when we were, when we were recording this. So right now, like for for them to be basically two weeks in, uh, they're 
about halfway to their goal. Of course, as we spoke, uh, the goal was is one million seventy thousand. So they're just about halfway there, and like, and just in literally less than a in a half a month. So you know, I definitely you know keep up the good work. Um, once I get my check in, you know, we can make this work. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, do like, that. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see you know American soccer grow to this level. You know, that people want to invest in the clubs in their neighborhood. You know, everyone talks about they fucking want pro rel, but this is this is putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Like, I don't see those guys that's on Twitter. I don't want to name, you know, those that shall not be named. You know, that they talk all this shit about pro rel, but it's like, I want to see you put your money where your mouth is mm-hmm. and support your local clubs. I don't care what division your club is at. Like, go out, spend money on your club. Because if you want to see pro rail, that's how pro rail is going to happen in this country. Yeah, and Chattanooga and the Chattanooga Ch- Chattanoogans, they're fucking doing that in yeah. the south. In the yeah, south, like, like, in fucking NC like uh, SEC like country. You know, like, of course, like uh, the home team here. Like we had our first game ever up up there. And first of all, like I said in, in the interview, Chattanooga Brewing, their their fried chicken there is like amazing. Uh, like I, I need to make a trip back up there, but uh, I mean, ain't no Memphis, but it'll do. Well, we're, we're gonna head that in about in about about six weeks. So we yeah, we, 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 can t- we can put it. Ain't no test. Memphis. Don't forget, you know, FTC we can put the- team nil nil. We're going to Memphis. There we go, yes sir. We're gonna be there. Memphis nine oh one. Full effect. So, so we 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 go we go we gonna test out your spots. Like, so trust me, we 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 can handle that. Yo, we should try. We should do a campaign. Yo, if you fuck with us, hit up Tim Howard. Let's see if we can get an interview with Tim Howard. Yo, you know, seriously. if y'all fuck with us, let's put the army. Let's put the team nil nil army in effect. Let's see if we can get an interview with uh, Tim Howard. You try. You try. You've been trying to set up a, a whole lot of interviews. Like you try to get. You know what? Hello. And he's part of bald head crew and beard too. Like he's definitely part <laughs> like, of. Right, you can't really. Head. You can't really see his beard like that because he all red. We talking about Tim Howard, not me. Team got got a, got a nice beer going on, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. But yeah, you know, definitely, right, let, let's let's get that campaign going because uh, we we've been talking with the uh, Bluff City Mafia as far as like where they do where they pregame at. So you know, we'll, we'll be looking yeah, AutoZone Park, on yeah, March 9th. So yeah, we're we're definitely looking forward to that, and. Uh, you know, I just got a place to stay. Or Airbnb? Uh, no, no, I got family out there. Uh, okay. You know, good. she she my wife family. A <laughs> boyfriend like he in jail. I mean, what are the odds gonna get out what the same say? weekend we there? What did you just say? <laughs> he like, just say? He's in there. He's in there for like you know conspiracy for homicide. But like we can go. Oh, my family. You know, first forty eight. <laughs> like, do they do they know you like that? Please tell me you watch first forty eight. It's my like wife family. Do they so, know you like that? Listen, listen. We got a couple weeks to, for me to build that family relationship. Because you know we got you got two extra people here at least. That's like, hey, we need a place to stay, man. All my family moved out pretty much. I got one aunt left. That's it. Yeah. Nobody in the mound. Orange Mound, man. Orange Mound, throw it up, man. <laughs> now, we all north, north. That's all we are. That's oh, where we are. Man. We in the Douglas area. But, um, but no, you know, we're, we're looking forward to that trip. Um, I forgot. Um, yeah, before, before we head out, man. Um, Time out. Can I, can I, can I what say happened something? To, what happened with Neymar? Look, look. Oh, man. Uh, Neymar values family. Mm. Clearly. But oh, have, you, have you seen his sister, though? Uh, 
See, I, I, I saw you. Re- I saw you put that in the group chat or whatever. I haven't seen this since. So how many years straight has it been that he's been injured on his sister's birthday? It's like uh, it's been five years in a row. Five years in a row. Birthday, I think he's March eleventh on his sister's birthday. I'm like, you know, if that, if that's that was weird. my sister, like, well, like I said, that's weird. I, I, you know how everybody, it's you know weird. How, you know how everybody has uh, like that's my brother, that's my cousin. Like, no, no, no. Is that, that his real sister? That, that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what? That's weird, bro. I would not set you up for failure on that one, man. It's weird. Bro, hey, listen, if you're listening to this, stop. The, hey, stop the podcast. Look up Nate. Just type in Neymar's sister. What, what kind of birthday parties does she have, though? I don't know. She must have got some bad it must be friends. Like an epic ass birthday like party. For him to like fly back home. For Can we it? get a for the culture invite for that? I mean, maybe. Is it in Brazil? I, I would not set you up for like, like, like yeah, she's 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 stunning. And yeah, like I, every I year, mean, every year to pass by pretty much since he's been back since he's been in Europe, you know, he's you know, taking time out, say, Hey March, you know, I'm gonna be over here real quick and I'll be back in a little bit. But you know, it, it's it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm just glad that he's not going to be available for Champions League. And, um... Yo, so, right, for, so, for so-called I know y'all hear us getting quiet. Right now, we're just scrolling through her Instagram right now just to see if we see names <laughs> out there. But, like, you know, I'm a follower now. I'm going to throw that out there. Hey... He's like, yeah, I'm a follower, yeah. yeah. No, okay. Yeah. But, so. I don't think that's his real sister, we, is it? Let's get back to the soccer part. Oh, let's get back to the soccer part. So, he's going to be missing two, two of the Champions League matches. Mm-hmm. He could be out for the whole season. There's word of that if he has surgery. Um, the thing which, about it which is. Which that will be two seasons in a row. But, but see, yeah. I heard he's not really happy. Yeah, he wants to go back to uh, Barcelona, I think. Yeah. I, the rumor is that he wants to come to Manchester United. The fuck out of here. Well, That's for, the rumor. So, so, so here's the thing. What rumor, rumor sheet are you reading? Here, here, but here's the thing. The back pages? <laughs> <laughs> you say back page or black page? Is, is that the same one where you get a prostitute, bro? <laughs> but no, like, here's, but here's the thing on that. Because I, I, honestly, I can't believe <laughs> He is. Ringo is smitten. Focus. Ringo. Focus. Yo, this mics are really catching like everything. They're catching all that snap. Focus, man. But, um, but like, here's the thing though. Like, with pretty much like any Brazilian, at least especially attackers, like you know whether it's Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Kaka, like you'd never see those guys ever go to Brazil, uh, to England like that. Uh, no, and, but they go to Germany and Russia. Yeah, it makes no sense because they get paid. That's why. Well, yeah. Russia, they probably got other things going. Yeah. On. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Neymar, they go to Italy. They go to Spain. Like they don't, listen, they don't go to England. Like Neymar, that, that's like no. In my opinion, plays football for the the glitz and glamour. Possibly, possibly, yeah. So for him, wait, to, you? Oh, okay. <laughs> for him, I didn't know. Oh, there's other reasons why. For, 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 for the for the craft, for the craft. Oh, you know, like John Stone. Because like, not everybody can be like Kaka. Not everybody where you do it for the craft. I mean, but like, that's why I signed up to be a goalkeeper because you get to stand out. You're outstanding, man. You're standing half the game. Stop. <laughs> Time out. Time out. <laughs> 
Go- time out. Don't give me the sign. Maybe we should do a goalkeeper episode. Oh, when do we do that? <laughs> when do we, we do that? We might need a video culture. Podcast. When do we do this? <laughs> we we, we going to do a tutorial video. We should. Like the day of a life of a keeper during the game. When do we do a goalkeeper episode? You know what? Y'all two blow your backs out. Do whatever it is y'all do with y'all significant others. And yeah, I'll do the episode all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> the go, the one should, I'm always by myself back should, in the goal, so I might as well do the episode by we myself. Get some keepers, in, shit. And let's just we're, we're keepers. Gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal. Like, like, like what do you? You know what? What does a keeper go through? Like, you know like, what? What's he I'm calling? I'm gonna get Shaka mm-hmm. Islop. I'm gonna get Hori Compos. Keepers just all they do is I'm think get, about the food. Black Bush. I'm gonna get Hori Black Bush. Read it, Rouse. But you know, like I said, that, that actually that's that, that like, like a good idea. Like, like once we have all this good business account money, we we can do videos and stuff. We can do YouTube. We can do all this shit, man. Like it's gonna be. Like I said the next couple months are gonna yeah. be really, yeah. really, really. Can exciting. we get an intern? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Hey, what level? What level do you need? You know what? Your wife helped us a, a whole lot during the tailgate. She did the tailgate. We need someone young. Uh, my, my wife, she she'll delete stuff. She'll be like. <laughs> Yeah, call your sister up. That's what's up. Yeah, I should. Like, yeah, you following Neymar's sister all and everything. Yeah, yeah. speaking of sister, yeah, call your sister up. Yeah, tell tell us what's up. Shout out to D. Mm. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I, now, got now, now talk, I got nothing to talk about after after Neymar's sister. Oh, um, I got also got I got this is a little editorial. Yeah, bit um. <laughs> So as we are creeping upon um, Black History Month pretty soon, next our next recording will be during Black History Month. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, got, we got we got some stuff planned. Like, and, um, uh, I, remember, I, I think we can go ahead and, and confirm it. Next week we will actually have the Black Fires on the on on the show. Bam. So you know, last uh, episode Chicago Fire Supporters Group. Ringo hit me up with a question about my civil rights eleven. Y'all have been timing it. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I got a lot of feedback. On, on we got a lot of feedback. I love it. I, I was love shocked. it. It was a good. I love it. People and like, that. keep it coming. And the thing about, it, I just gotta say, I wasn't ready for that question. But now that I had some time to think about it, yeah. you know, it is kind of crazy. That I didn't have Bob Marley in there, and um, it's, okay. it's okay. But I would yeah, change. I, think you had a good line. I would change probably a Philip Randolph. For uh, Killer Mike, as far as a manager, yeah. you know, a Phillip, I mean, not a Philip Randolph. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, a Philip Randolph for Killer Mike, as far as running the team. You know, I might put Huey P. Newton instead of Jose Williams or something like that. <laughs> you know, slight change, a little slight change. Like I said, you did off the off the cuff. You did a great job. You know, um, thank you, sir. Thank you. you. you I appreciate it. Job, you know, but it was a great question. I hope that you know it made y'all think and kind of make a smirk, but also dig into the books and. A little bit and to look at who you would have. I did not pick Marcus Garvey because he was trying to leave anyway. Yeah, he's a he's a transfer. Risk. <laughs> he's a transfer risk. You know he, he was trying to leave. You know he might get in the club and he won't be happy with the situation. He's trying to leave. And, trying to leave. To, and then the thing is, trying to leave. with him leaving, he's trying to get everybody else to go with exactly. him. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you can't. I need players that are going to stay committed to the call. Exactly. 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 That's why you put him in there. I'm just saying. Yeah. So. No, we loved it. Keep it coming. If y'all have more of your Civil Rights 11 or any other type of 11, starting 11s that you want to do that's related to Black History Month, please hit us up on that. AFTC, UTD, whatever your social is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? Um, I, of course, I, I told y'all I, I would come back as far as the feedback email. 
yes, uh, FTC feedback is available. FTC feedback at gmail.com. I'm actually activating it right now. Uh, so definitely. No one? There's no one? There's no one. Just mm-hmm. FTC feedback. Okay. Uh, right. So, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to everyone that's following us on Facebook. We just hit 500 over the weekend. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're keeping this thing growing. We're, we're actually, we're, you know, we're really deep, dipping into some, some, some new stuff. So thank you for, for joining us. If you're not following us already on, on Instagram, follow us. If you're not following us on Twitter, follow us there. You know, if you're not liking us on Facebook, like us there. Uh, you know, everywhere, you know. Hey, Gregor, we, before we leave, man, I just want to just, you know, we had. I, I didn't get, I didn't get my shoe, my, my, my shoe dupe, my FTC UTD. My bad. Oh, my before bad, we, man. No, I didn't want to, because you know we always had you, it. You know, we got in our episode, before we end, we always talk about racism. It's going on, you know. <laughs> You know, an actor. I thought we, I think we've been in a week without any racism. there's always racism. Racism going always on, happens. Yeah. You know, actor Jesse Smollett. You know, he got attacked today. Yeah. Um, in Chicago, like um, they say, it was it was race related and homophobic related. So you know, prayers go out to him and his family. You know, scary times that you know that shit still happened in 2019. So, like, you know, prayers up for him. Like, hopefully he can shake that situation that happens to him. Let's get security. Like, there's some fucking psychos out here. Stay so, warm, Chicago, because I'm like, it makes no sense that y'all fighting, each, y'all y'all attacking people when it's, like, minus 30 and shit. <laughs> it, it's, it's fucked up what happened to the man, you know. So, you know, I just want to say that before we get out of here. But, yeah, definitely, you know, uh, be well. Uh, you know, y'all, you got anything else, Coach? Uh, yeah, come at us with the civil rights starting eleven Black History Month. Yeah, keep it going because Black History Month Seriously. will be here in a, in a couple of days. So yeah, Seriously. Uh, you know that that, that, that idea doesn't. That, oh, you want to start that? See, <laughs> the last time you sung that, bro? y'all want to start in heaven. Ringo, Ring with our coach. This is Grego. The coach is real. We will see y'all next week. Oh, hold on, hold on. Who, who, who y'all for the Super Bowl? Who, who's winning? Anybody but the Patriots. We out. <laughs> <laughs>